Welcome to the Your Lender Buddy podcast. This podcast is designed to empower real estate professionals with industry knowledge that they need to succeed. Without further ado, I'll pass it on to Jordan Keck for today's episode. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Jordan, your lender buddy. Today, we're talking about how to survive in a market shift. And in real estate, it's it's odd. We see these often, but not often individually. When you look at the average time frame that somebody is in the market, there's a remarkably high turnover rate for realtors, for loan officers, for insurance agents, everybody who's going to be essentially an independent contractor in the industry most people don't make it past five years. So whenever we come across a shift like this, even though these shifts happen once every 10 to 15 years, it can seem like a surprise because the vast majority of people in the market have never been through something like this before or just at the beginning or just at the tail end so they haven't gone through it with the experience. This is true for myself as well. I've been in the industry for over 10 years now but I started in 2012. So that means right as I was getting in, I was already on the tail end of the Great Recession. So I never had to learn this business and go through a downturn like that. My business had continued to grow every single year for pretty much a decade until 2022 when it had dropped off because of the market shift. So whether you have been through this before, whether this is your first time going through this market shift, Today, we're going to talk about some things that maybe it's new information, maybe it's a fresh reminder for you of ways to be able to survive. Because yes, you can thrive in a market like this, but the reality for most people is that just surviving is going to put you in a position to thrive after it's done. In Gary Keller's book, uh, Shift, which I highly recommend reading regardless of which brokerage you work for, It's a phenomenal book that talks about the very predictable patterns that you see when going through a market shift. And one of the things that you see in those times is that survival is the hardest when you have the highest amount of competition and the fewest number of deals. This always follows a great market because people are thinking 2020, 2021, great market, easy money, get into the industry. And it takes a while for the reality to set in that that's no longer the case. So now you have the highest number of competitors, the fewest number of possible deals being done. So the average commission, the average income for everybody goes down. Now, what happens, though, is the longer you stay in that, the longer you can just survive, the competition will start dropping off. Now, for loan officers, our licenses renew in January of every single year. So it's the full calendar year. And as of January 1st, 2023, 40% of loan officers did not renew their license for this year. Since there were roughly 600,000 loan officers for 2022, that means you've got nearly a quarter million loan officers getting out of the business this year. We don't know what those realtor numbers are yet, but I likely expect that they will be Maybe not as severe because refinances drove a lot of that from the loan side, but my guess would be somewhere between 10, 15, maybe even 20% of realtors do not renew their licenses when the fees are coming due for renewal periods. So what does that mean for you? It means the longer you wait, the longer you survive, the less competition you'll have. As that's happening, 
one of the things you likely heard by now, if you know my weekly market updates, you've been listening to my podcast, hear me talk about where the market's going to be going, that interest rates are going down, and we've seen this happening already. Interest rates going down means affordability is better, and that means more pressure on prices to go up. So all of these things happening, lower prices or lower interest rates, putting pressure on prices once that happens, that's going to make it more into a normal market. And over time, more deals will be happening. So then you will have less competition. You have the least amount of competition chasing the most number of deals. And so getting to that point, survive now so you can thrive then. In the meantime, when you do have the most competition, your competition is going to be doing a lot of shady stuff. Now, I don't necessarily mean that everybody is going to be doing something unethical or doing something that's illegal, although certainly there are those people when you just look at the sheer number of people in the industry right now. What I'm referring to is more of there are 50 shades of gray. And what used to be black and white, people can start justifying why they should take shortcuts. And that's maybe I don't advise this client on why it really is a good idea to wait for them. Maybe I'm not going to give this piece of information that could deter somebody from buying, even though it's in their best interest. So you have those types of things. And then omission of information as well. Uh, I just heard about a scenario today where a buyer's agent didn't inform their client that the property they were buying had a tax exemption for veterans. So they bought the property, and then down the road, because it had to get adjusted, the payments on that mortgage had to be increased about $800 a month. And they're not able to afford it. They have to end up selling this beautiful home that they loved, that they'd saved up a huge amount of money to be able to buy because their agent, whether intentionally or not, wasn't able to advise them about that tax exemption and have them prepare accordingly. Should they have known? Was it a simple mistake? You be the judge. So right now, looking at survival, it's a game of lower conversion, short and simple. You're going to have fewer calls, which means fewer qualified leads with those calls, and then fewer sales as a result. The level of conversion on each of those steps is going to be lower in the environment that we're in now. And so to do that, you've got to have systems to increase your conversion at every step and maximize them as much as possible. You've got to be playing the long game and you can't afford to lose a client. If clients and phone calls and conversions and qualified leads are lower than they would normally be, making sure that you take this time, you've got to use this time well, you've got to have systems in place that are going to maximize your conversion. And the ways you can do those are by systematically looking at what are the steps in your process from the time that somebody first contacts you, whether it's a sign call, whether it's a website lead, whatever it is, you make sure that you have your system dialed so that if anybody can be converted, they are going to be converted with this system and never lose a client. If it takes them two years, so be it. This is the time to be able to nurture. In the past, it was easy to be able to fill up your pipeline with a number of clients who were able to buy and qualified to buy now. We are not in that market anymore. So when you're getting calls, it doesn't matter if they're going to take two years 
if they're going to have a lot of work to do on their credit, keep them in your database and have a system for following up with them, adding value. Because remember, not only are they a potential opportunity for a purchase or a sale down the road, they also have their own network. And they can be a referral source often well before they end up buying on their own. In addition to that, how many times have you worked with clients who said that they thought they would be ready in six months or a year? Now, internally, if you've been in this business for a while, you're probably cutting that number in half. Internally, I know that if somebody tells me they're wanting to buy a house in three months, they're probably looking at houses now or within the next month. If they tell me it's a year, well, it's probably going to be somewhere between four and five months that they end up really starting their home search. So have a system for these people, right? Turn your clients that aren't going to buy now into your referral ambassadors. And don't be afraid to ask for those referrals from clients that either aren't buying or can't buy or choose not to buy right now. If they have a great experience with you, which they should, regardless of whether they buy or not, then make sure that you plant in that seed in their minds of referrals. Hey, as you're hearing people talking about buying or selling real estate in the market, let me know, you know, introduce them to me. I hear a lot of people getting bad information and I'd hate for them to make a financial mistake with real estate by not getting great information. So let's help these people out. Whenever you hear that, make sure you drop my name, do an introduction if you can, and I can at least have a conversation with them. Super easy to have that conversation. So practice that, whatever it sounds like for you. And while you're doing all of this here, make sure you're using this time well. If you are slower, if you have additional time, take the time that you need to rest, especially if you've been doing this really fast-paced business the last couple of years, but use this time well. You've got to double down on your skills. That means get sharper on your sales skills and techniques. Get sharper on the questions that you're asking people in the beginning and during this process. Get sharper on your process. How is the level of service you're providing people? How does it stand out? When you finish with a client, are you asking for reviews? Are you asking for referrals? Are you doing handwritten notes? What's your follow-up system like? This is a time to really evaluate, do you have the foundation that you need to support the business you're going to do on the other side of this? Don't get acclimated to the level of business you're doing now. Use this time to prepare your systems for the next wave because it is coming. And remember, you get through this time, there will be plenty of business on the other side because if nothing else, a quarter million loan officers got out of the business and they're needing somebody else to help them. So we're likely going to see the same as people shift as they get out of the industry, going into other careers. Those people then if they've only been in the business for a couple years, probably couldn't have used their income anyway. As they leave and go into other jobs, those people will then need to buy as well. So leverage what already works. So my last point here, make your industry connections. Find out who's winning and why. If you have good relationships with people that get out of the industry, they're going to come back and need a realtor eventually anyway. Those who are staying in the industry and doing well, find out why. If they've got a system that works, use it. Most people in the industry who are doing well want to see others succeed, and they know that about 99% of people will never do anything that they are doing anyway. So they're typically very generous with the information provided. So find out what works, make those industry connections, find out who's winning and why, and implement those into your system. 
This is a time to make sure you're really working on your business while you're not spending as much time working in your business. My hope is that you do continue to survive and thrive in this market. As always, thank you for listening to the podcast. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. That helps us get out there for more people to be able to make sure you have the best chance to survive in this market and thrive in the next one. Have a wonderful day and let's continue to elevate real estate together. This podcast has been brought to you by Jordan Keck, NMLS number 1017341, Branch Manager at Advantage Mortgage Incorporated, 5955 Shoreview Lane, North Suite 200, Kaiser, Oregon 97303, Company NMLS 1770599, Equal Housing Lender. Jordan Keck is licensed in Oregon, Arizona, California, Colorado, Idaho, Montana, Texas, and Washington. Until next time, thanks again for listening.